Racing. Green light, they're set to go. Green light's on. Set for a start. Kablenz is holding on. Cut glory for Kablenz. But it is all heart style Rico, and he is going to absolutely bolt the Melbourne Cup in. It's that time of day once again, the green light on podcast, Premier Racing, and we return to Sandown Park tonight, the 5th of May, backing up off the bull last night, and Ferdinand, boy, what an unbelievable dog he is. He pinged to the front, another country cup in the bank, and he is going down as one of the the real superstars of the sport. Uh, Extraordinary effort going all of the way in last night's Warner Bull Cup. Well, we're drawing ever so close now to the big races throughout May at Sandown Park. The Harrison Dawson, the Sapphire Crown, the Sandown Cup. So things really, really starting to heat up in Melbourne town. And we look forward to the next two or three weeks. Run of the week. We start off with run of the week. A little bit of a segue from what I was going with just a moment ago with the big racing just around the corner. And maybe, just maybe... There's a young star who might make the rise in distance and have a go at a Sandown Cup. I speak of Rowan Bale. He was big, big last week in a 5.95. They're set to go. Favourite in the green, Amnesty. They're ready. And they're away. Began well out wide, Amnesty. Speed from Cryptic Vixen is driving hard underneath it. To makes it work. Now pushing through, Rapaki Rocks has gone and taken the lead. Rapaki Rocks left from Amnesty, who's second. Third was Rowan Bale. And they get clear now. Cryptic Vixen back to four. Zippy Audi, Red Light, Rico last. Rapaki Rocks is flying. Out by three. Rowan Bale is second. Amnesty's having a tough time reeling these two in. And they were clear from Cryptic Vixen. Rapaki Rocks is in front. Rowan Bale's a real danger on the outside, straight up on by and goes to the lead. Rowan Bale wins, beats Rapaki Rocks and Amnesty late on the scene third. Well, he could just be a little bit of a smoky for the uh, the Sandown Cup series. We've noticed that Team Gibbons have been happy to to push them ahead and have a go at some good races with uh, with some other greyhounds in the kennel at an early stage. And Well, he's run home. I clocked him three lengths off the lead, which would have him running home roughly in around about 10.65. So to do that coming over heels in a 5.95, that is a, a serious statement from a young star in Rowan Bale. Thursday's preview. Well, that was last week, and now it's about turning our attention to this week and finding a winner. Strong 12-race Metropolitan Program. I'm hopeful we've got a few winners in there. Race one going with number two, Piscopo Bale on top. Good run chasing home old news in the heat of the Warnable Cup. We saw him run second in the finals. So he's got a, or she's got a good form line, rather, for this race. Race one, number two on the each way. Race number two, I'm going with one Boo Boo Billy. Uh, that Piscopo Bale form I'm counting on because this Greyhound defeated Piscopo Bale by two and a quarter lengths, then had no luck in a Warnable Cup heat. Still a young dog. Plenty to learn, but it's drawn nicely. I think looks uh, pretty hard to beat, and I was pretty confident to make it uh, one of my better bets of the night. Race two, number one, Boo Boo Billy. Race number three, thought this was a pretty hard race. Set me free the withdrawal. I'm going with the class runner of Well Grounded. Just think he's got uh, a little bit on them class-wise. He can use box number one, then push up the track, and, and does look pretty hard to beat. And with the scratching of number three, set me free. I think Well Grounded, clearly the runner to beat. Race four, I'm keen on number two, stay strong here. He's had a couple of goes uh, stepping up in trip time to time and 
uh, again last week or a couple of weeks ago. Just couldn't quite hit the line in a 700. So back to 595. This is her pet distance, and I think she's a good each-way play. Race four, number two. Race five, good race. You've got down the bottom Aston Merritt drawn box eight who will sizzle across. But I'm with the red. Here comes Pye. I think drawn nicely off the inside, racing well. And Desi Douch has got a really good kennel, so I wouldn't be surprised uh, to see this one go well. I am keeping a very close eye on number two, Indy Fido. It's a strong race, this one, for just a fifth grade in town. But I'll go with the red with a close eye on the two and obviously the eight as well, Aston Merritt. Race six, well, we're going with uh, number two, Rowan Baylor. I just don't know what Zach's entity's going to do. Kalinda Lady's going to have to work from the outside and... But we gave a good push to the fact that Rowan Bale could be a nice stayer on the up. He probably has to deliver something decent here if he is going to come back for the uh, the Sandown Cup heats next week. But Team Gibbons, as we said earlier, they're, they're happy to have a go with these young dogs. And after a big run in a 5.95 last week, he could be the Smokey of the Sandown Cup series. Race number seven, we're going with five. McInerney here. Uh, really good form uh, over in Tasmania. Uh, does like to use a little bit of the track, but uh, had no luck last time at Warnable in the heat of the cup. Might just be able to get out and go from box number five and run a race at a good each-way price. Race eight, I'm with four Nikolai Bale. Big effort behind compliance in a heat of the bull cup. Can take that form here and run well. And then rounding out the night, race nine, I'm going with one Sir Chappie. Race 10, number one, Patriot Earhart. Uh, race number 11, I thought this was a pretty hard race on paper. I'm going with number three, who told Shorty. Just close to the rail could be the key and was a big run last time. And the lucky last, I'm going to go with number seven, External Link, who I like drawn out deep on the track uh, and is a pretty strong type as well. A winner of three of 21 and uh, did show a nice turn of pace last time to win. And it's not the, the strongest race you'll ever see in town either. Inside Info. Well, with the theme of Warnable yesterday and the great racing down at Warnable last night, I thought we'd look for an owner who's he's in the heart of Warnable, isn't he, Mr. Noel Muggerman? And he's got a runner in tonight at uh, Sandown Park. Noel, how are you, mate? Yeah, good, thanks, James. Hey, mate, yes. you must be pretty uh, excited this time of year. Obviously, all the, the racing action down at Warnable, And then you've got McInerney going around uh, in town tonight. He's uh, a chance, I think, in race seven. I've tipped him on top. He's got... A very interesting form line. He went down to Tassie, obviously picked up a lot of confidence, and he's come back here, and you'd obviously be expecting a decent performance tonight. Yeah, look, I, I you know, like when we when he went down to Tassie, it was uh, very much, you know, a confidence thing. You know, he was, uh, he had a few races in Melbourne, and, you know, he was getting in a bit of strife and, um, you know, trying to get through fields and, and so forth. So we thought we'd give him a, a couple of months down in Tassie, and it's worked out fantastic. And and Blake, who's uh, Brendan Purcell's son, is uh, such a good operator with dogs and that. And um, you know, the dogs done exceptionally well down there. Gained a lot of confidence and come back here a week or so back. And uh, no, we're looking forward to him um, stepping up into the uh, into the city class in Melbourne. That's for sure. Well, mate, you must have been pretty happy looking back uh, at the run first up back in Victoria because he's only beaten five and a half lengths behind Ferdinand Boy. And as it turned out the week later, last night, Ferdinand Boy wins the Warnable Cup by over three lengths. So effectively, that probably gives you another, you know, a little bit of confidence to say he's really going well, this dog. Oh, look, and, and I could... It's interesting. When we sent him down to... Uh, when we sent it to Tassie, you know, we thought that the uh, horseshoe tracks down there um, would really suit him. 
and then with but he seemed to race uh seemed to get, um run really good time on the two circle track at um uh, Ho- uh Hobart I think or Launceston yeah yep. yeah Launceston the two circles so he ran really good time and uh um yeah so what what I'm saying is that at Wunnable um you know that uh, horseshoe you know, I was just interested to see how he would shape up. Uh, he had been there over the puppy boxes there when he was broken in, um, and he might have been um, might have been thinking, you know, where am I when he was uh, running? But yeah, really pleased looking. Fernand boy's uh, such a great dog. You know, he's a terrific dog, and um, yeah, so you know, the form line's pretty good there. That's for sure. He's drawn a tough race tonight, but I give him a chance. Uh, your involvement in racing, mate. You've been involved a long time in the Greyhounds. Oh, look, and yeah, probably forty-five years going back to when I was probably in year ten at uh, school and uh, got a couple of dogs, and then you know we bred all the way along. And uh, my brother Kevin and my father Kevin, um, we've had the same female line all those years, and. Uh, McInerney comes out of that line and it's the same with all my dogs they all come out through that female line which has proved to be an extremely strong line over those years so yes and have you uh, had have you had one that stood out over those years 45 years in, involved in the sport has there been one greyhound or one race that stood out as the the greatest memory you've had oh probably the galaxy in western australia when born ali won the galaxy and uh you know, I'm just uh, I'm just coming home from feeding and then she's in the yard and she's still boss of all the uh, young <laughs> ones. So, but she gave us a lot of uh, satisfaction and uh, the way she ran and to win the Galaxy at Group One was fantastic. But you know, her her sons have uh, her sons have gone on and um, they, they were really good. And her daughters, like when I go through, I, I pinch myself a little bit. But you know, Benali and Bakali. Uh, were both group dogs. Uh, Bacali won the uh, uh, the Bowl Trees, and then in the next litter, we had Sweet Azam and Rashida up in mm. Queensland, and uh, Grace Ali over in Western Australia. So she's been an absolutely sensational um, a, a dam. She has, um, yeah, amazing. You know, um, yeah, so so uh, so blessed. That's mm. for sure. But it goes back through that female line that uh, we have had. For all those years, and the, it, it seems to throw extraordinary strength, doesn't it? The Ali line that we know it of now, born Ali, tracing right back, they all seem to be able to run out five hundred and then power through the line at the end of it as well. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, you know, I love the breeding side of things, but born Ali's mother, she couldn't run four hundred meters. Yeah, there you go. And I went to Valisette because Valisette traces back to the original female line that we come out of. And I thought, well, if I put both of those together, um, I might be able to uh, click back in on getting some more strength in the line. And it proved that way. Uh, And, you know, in that line going back over the years, you had some really strong dogs. You had, you know, um, Modern Assassin, amazing dog, you know, Poetic Reward, Golden Currency. There's been some amazing dogs that had strength. And for whatever reason, you know, all of a sudden you the, that bitch that I bred from, Born Princess, she couldn't run 400 mm. metres. But uh, And then you uh, look at the breeding side, and when I went to Valisette, it, it uh, clicked everything back in again. So mm. and that was the same with uh, my bro, Fabio. So, yeah, and, and look, and Benali, Benali is, uh, 
you know, I, who I loved, just loved him as a dog, but he had his first starters there yesterday and um, at uh, the Meadows and one ran second. So that, that was extremely exciting to see him, that uh, a stud dog that uh, Robbie Britton used that, uh, that I never advertised. Mm. Um, and we've got um, straws and, and so forth for him. Uh, but it's his his first litter that looked like they'll all uh, do very well on the track. Well, mate, it's so positive. That, that's really that's really exciting. It is exciting. It's very very positive, and we can give it a little bit of a plug on the green light on podcast. So, Benali, there's still straws floating around with him. Oh yes, yes, there there are. Um, unfortunately, the the dog uh, died uh, an unfortunate accident, but he died there about five months ago. And uh, but I have a number of straws. Um, but yeah, it was very uh, sad times. But you know, then his progeny is starting to run. Yesterday, that was the first data, and uh, on Sunday, there's an, another one of the litter that. Um, and Robbie Britton bred it. He loved Benali, so he bred him to a sister of Fantabal, and uh, he looks like he might have a you know a couple of nice dogs in that litter. So yeah, so it's uh, yeah. Hopefully, we can see some of that uh, on the track too. Well, I reckon, mate, uh, we might have to sit down one day and do a deep dive podcast and just chat about the the breeding side of things because you're a wealth of knowledge. You've had so much success over the years and uh, not just with broodies, but obviously more recently with these stud dogs as well, mate. So all the best moving forward. Uh, Good luck firstly tonight with uh, Mac and Ernie. We're on board on the podcast, so we're cheering him home. All the best tonight and for the future, mate, as well. No worries. Thanks, James. Much appreciated. And that's all for episode number 27 of the Greenlight on Premier Racing podcast. I'm hoping you've enjoyed the show. Uh, Until next time, punters, which isn't far away, the Meadows episode to drop tomorrow. Until then, safe travelling, happy punting. We'll see you next time, punters. 